What's going on, guys? Welcome to In The Zone. I'm your host, Garrison Roy, and this is where we talk about being in the zone as far as skill acquisition, being mentally in the zone, and also different zones of training. Uh, but if you're new to the podcast, obviously, we have got a bunch of different segments here, a bunch of different episodes. We got full-length interviews. We got mental minute hacks, and we also have rants, which is what this one's about today. Um, and we also have some deep dive educational ones as well, but some of those intertwined with interviews that we have. Right. So if you got any additional guests that you'd like to have or topics that you want to see covered, you can DM me that directly or send that into in the zone podcast one, two, three at gmail.com. And yeah, let's just get right into it today where the title of this one is use it. Don't abuse it. And I'm talking specifically about arm care and young athletes arms here specifically. Right. Everyone knows today's age how grueling. Spring through summer ball can be for, you know, a lot of athletes. And uh, I actually did track an athlete using the Arm Care app, and I posted about this as well. So feel free to check this out in the notes. But um, you can see how it, it just is a very, um, very not linear uh, recovery and, and strength, uh, you know, progression as they're going through this entire year, especially at the age of 13 with this athlete specifically. You know, this is whenever they're first starting strength training. You're seeing a lot of fluctuations with that. And then also seeing a lot of volume for throwing if they're playing select ball and they're playing several tournaments throughout the summer. Right. And this is all stuff that you can uh, look at and see the chart, how much it fluctuates. But, you know, my point here is whenever guys are throwing, especially that amount of volume or that frequently, you got to let them listen to their arm. Right. You know, yeah, the arms are going to be stiff some days and uh, you just have to kind of back off the intensity. Um, and if you don't have a tool like that to use, you know, that's usually your best go-to thing is like, Hey, did you get enough sleep? Did you get this? Um, you know, and a general rule of thumb for me is, Hey, did you get at least two days in between? Right? Like if you had more than 30 pitches or you had a full on start, I definitely recommended having two days in between. But if you're, you know, a bullpen guy, 10, 15 pitches, 20, 25 pitches on the, latter end of that may not be to where you need the, the two days in between, but you know, the intensity level does need to fluctuate uh, based off of, you know, the, the volume and the intensity of your throws, especially in game. Right. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of regulations that some tournaments have to go by as far as pitch counts and whatnot, but I'm specifically just talking about how the body's recovering and being able to bounce back. So if you're not familiar with the arm care app, feel free to, um, you know, check that out. But this is all through range of motion testing, and then also uh, has a device that you use to check uh, range of motion uh, and the strength the dynamometer to test internal rotation, external rotation, scaption, and also forearm grip strength. All right, so those are all things that it qualifies. And as you track those over time, you can see these trends on you know if someone's going to be up or down. And I regulated a lot of my throwing off this over the past you know, six months trying to figure out, okay, hey, is this 
something that the athlete needs to do today? Is it, do they need to push or is their body telling us that, Hey, we may not be ready to withstand high stress throwing, right. And, or even just high stress training in general, depending on how their arm feels. Right. So, you know, this is something where you, you need to have something objective to measure whether that's a vertical jump test or even just a little forearm dynamometer to tell, okay, hey, this is probably a day that we can push it a little bit more, or this is a day that we might need to back off the brakes a little bit, right? Because especially these younger kids these days, they're getting run to the ground with all these tournaments and stuff, playing 15 days straight in a row, traveling around all over the place. And I'm sure the parents are feeling this too, right? So, you know, you have to take the, all those variables into account and making sure that you're not just running these athletes into the ground and that you're taking those additional variables into consideration for what they need to do for training and not just sticking to your plan because this is the way, right? Like (laughs) I get it. There are some things that you need to make sure you're checking off box wise, but you got to realize that sometimes less is more. Sometimes addition is by subtraction and cutting things out. Maybe cutting out a set or two, or, you know, maybe you don't do high intensity sprints that day because they have some turf toe for being cleats for so long, right? Like you got a lot of things to go about here. And obviously this is very specific and individualized look here, but you know, this is also the heart of coaching, right? If you're able to see, and a lot of guys who, you know, are on the field with, with these players all the time, they can tell, oh, Hey, Jimmy looks down he looks you know maybe just a little fatigued or they find out some other things that's going on in his life personally or oh hey this guy looks super excited he's ready to rock and roll he's jumping around he's goofing off you know during the warm-up and stuff so he's primed and ready to go and all those things matter right it's not just looking at oh hey this is just the pitch count that we need and and this is the amount of throws that we do and Again, this could be a totally different rant, but this is also where it comes into play of if you have guys' arms that are barking at them, right? And this is the the abuse side of things that I'm kind of going for in this episode is, you know, let's say a guy, he has, you know, a, a forearm injury or it's barking at him for a little bit and he shuts down his throat. Doesn't change anything. It just shuts down. Hey, let's take some time off and let's ramp it back up. And whenever he's ramped back up, they might think, oh, hey, all right, cool. He's cleared to go playing games and let it eat as hard as he wants. But again, another general rule of thumb for as much time as you take off, I think you need just as much of time, if not maybe a week additional, to ramp it back up to that 100%, right? And again, this is very nuanced and gray. I would need to get more specifics with you know certain injuries or how quickly to return, but... Um, you know, these are things that you can help to not abuse your arm and not continuing to go through the cycle of rest, ramp up, rest, ramp up, rest, ramp up. Because then eventually it's going to turn into, you know, an injuries where it's going to be down for a really long time. And then you're forced to have to take that time to rehab and come all the way back up to where you are. Sometimes that doesn't always equal in net zero. You might lose VLO. You might lose some feel you might lose a, a year of your career that you could have probably played. Right. So just make sure that you guys are using things to emphasize 
and utilize the readiness of the athlete and also not abusing them and, you know, stressing them out too far to where they haven't been able to withstand or, or, you know, hold that level of capacity that we're expecting professional athletes to do, but pushing that on, you know, 12, 13 year old kids. So that's my rant for this episode. If you guys got anything out of this, please share it and stay in the zone.